That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. That baby is set for life. Like, I'm so jealous of this baby. I wish Rihanna and ASAP are my parents at this point. What's up? What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of DX Daily, the podcast where we keep you up to date on all things that go down in hip-hop music culture. And it is brought to you by the good people at Hip Hop DX. I am one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky. And I'm your other host, A-Dub. All right, she is back with us. It's Tuesday, and we got a couple of things to get to. Okay, so Drake and NBA Youngboy are dominating the charts in 2022. Future Tims and Drake are going platinum with Wait For You. City Girls JT is on Twitter roasting people into oblivion. And ASAP Rocky has shared a little bit about he and Rihanna's son and what he wants for his son in the future. So a couple things to get to. But first, please follow the podcast. Please subscribe to us. Please Rate us on every platform that you are streaming us on. Thank you. You know, we appreciate all the support and we love you for it. Now let's jump in. All right, let's get started with Drake and NBA Youngboy. You know, they have streaming platforms in a chokehold, in a death grip. Every year, I feel like it's either Drake or NBA Youngboy in that number one spot. And 2022 is no different. This year, uh, they came out with some new chart data and these two are neck and neck yet again. Right. So I knew Drake was big on streaming, but honestly, I didn't know NBA Youngboy was this high up in the streaming world, too. But so far in 2022, Drake and Youngboy hold the number one and number two spots in regard to the most streamed acts in music. But uh, Drake currently outpaces Youngboy by a 200 million stream margin (laughs) with 3 billion streams compared to 2.8 billion. So they're like kind of neck and neck, but they're kind of close. Yeah, and I know people hear 200 million streams and be like, well, how is that neck and neck? How is that really close? But when you're playing in the billion streams field, that's close. 200 is not that far off from each other, especially when either of those artists can get that in one song or one EP or one album release. Like, it's not really that crazy of a feat for Youngboy or Drake to get 200 million streams on any given thing that they release. So while that sounds like a lot, it's really not that far apart from those two. And I see why Drake has has that number one spot right now, obviously, with Certified Lover Boy, and he's hopping on features and all these different things right now. And then Young Boy had his case and everything that he's going through, being on house arrest and all of the drama that he got going on in his life. He feels like he's being blackballed by his label and all of that. So I could see why Young Boy is trailing a little bit. But I'm not surprised that these two are number one and number two. Because if you look at Young Boy's YouTube views, you can tell he's one of the most streamed artists in the world. Like, that's off rip. This guy's streaming numbers are crazy. So mm-hmm. not surprising. Not surprising at all whatsoever. And I don't know. I don't know if I see anybody really taking over those spots anytime soon. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, They did include a couple people who are like still up top, but not as close to Drake and Youngboy's spot. But um, at number four, Juice World still holds steady with 2.2 billion streams. And then you got The Weeknd at 2 billion, Kanye West at 1.9 billion, Lil Durk at 1.7, Eminem at 1.5, and Future at 1.5 billion. So the big names are up there, but not as much as the 200 
million, three billion, all these numbers is getting all <laughs> construed. But uh, Drake and Young Boy got it right now. Yeah, and what's so, so interesting to me is these are the most streamed artists of the year in the U.S. So this is not just a hip-hop chart. This is not just an R&B chart. This is out of everybody. And out of those top 10 slots, only two of those are non-rap, Taylor Swift and Morgan Wallen. Taylor Swift got the number three spot. Morgan Wallen got the number eight spot. And they both have, uh, well, Morgan has 1.7 billion. Taylor has 2.5 billion streams. But I just find it so interesting that hip-hop and rap is in eight of those top 10 slots of the most streamed artists in the world. That just goes to show you how powerful hip-hop is. It really is the number one genre. So whenever people try to downplay hip-hop or rap, like you just got to really look at it. Like, yo, this is what people are consuming more than anything else in the world. So people just need to understand the power that hip-hop has. And another thing I was shocked by was the fact that Juice World had more streams than Kanye. That was a shocker to me, too. For Juice World to have 2.2 billion streams and Kanye only has 1.9 billion, that was also a shocker. But th- this chart just kind of revealed what we already knew, which is that hip hop is is that is that thing. It's just that vibe. Like it's number one. It's unbeatable. That's that's what this reinforces for me. Yeah, I would say the same here. Like hip hop, we see so much of it. Like songs go number one. They cross over to even like top 40 and pop stations. They're on commercials. Everything is so based around hip hop, which, you know, we love, of course. So it is big to see where like, if you try to argue otherwise, there's no competition. Like hip hop is always going to have it. The proof is there. The receipts are there, period. Point blank. Mm -hmm. Now, speaking of numbers and data, Future is celebrating going platinum with his song, Wait For You, featuring Drake and Tim's. So you got to give it up for Future. That song has been too viral. Yes, so on Sunday, May 29th, Chart Data reported that Wait For You is officially eligible for platinum certification with the Recording Industry Association of America, which is the RIAA, of course. And, of course, that is Future's first Billboard Hot 100 number one, which was really crazy to me. But then I'm like, hmm, I I see how that happened because I felt like at first Future was just like, the hip-hop thing or the rap thing. Like, if you're in rap, future is that guy to you. Future is everything. But the rest of the world now, everybody that's on TikTok, everybody that's on Instagram, Twitter, it doesn't matter what part of the world you're in, future is that thing to you now that it already was to us in hip-hop. So I was, like, kind of surprised by this being his first number one, but then I'm like, oh, I get it. Now the world knows. Uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, I kind of saw that we're like, I know it says as lead artists. I wonder if like when Drake and Future teamed up, was they considering Drake the main and then Future was like second collaborator or something? Right. And now it's Future featuring Drake, however they want to like break it down. But I wonder if that plays a part too, because we know Drake and Future... When they teamed up, that was big song. So yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I think they counted it for Drake if it was on Drake's album. So then they say, it, even though it's both of them equally on the song, I think they put it on to whoever's album it's on, maybe. Um, or they just yeah. or they just counted for Drake for everything because it's Drake. I don't know. But either way, <laughs> congrats to Future Drake and Tim's going platinum on this. I love that Future put featuring Tim's, even though technically it is a sample she didn't like lay original vocals for this song, but I love that Tim's is going to get that certification because to be honest, Tim's makes the song 
And when everybody's reposting it, putting their little food making videos, their travel videos, their at the club videos, their yacht party videos, all of that, they're playing Thames's part. When they're restreaming this over and over again, everybody's singing Thames's part. So glad that she was able to get in on this certification as well. So big look for all of them. Yeah, big facts. All right, now let's get into something that was really hilarious to me. So City Girls, JT, she got into it with somebody on Twitter, as she often does nowadays, which I think is so funny. Because I think people think JT really be mad and upset and pressed when really I just think it's her personality to just go in and roast people. <laughs> I think that's just who JT is. But in this recent, this most recent scenario, this one troll came at her and JT clapped back with the fire, with the heat, as she always does. Right. So I guess this troll on Twitter was just saying that, um, you know, dissing how JT looks and things like that. And so JT was like, Woody, talking about uh, the famous Toy Story character. She says, <laughs> Woody, I'm not even going to add you. Keep my name off your Twitter. She says, the only thing that's stressing and depressing is your big ass dressed like a Toy Story character. Goodness gracious. Not you got a friend in me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not, not Andy's coming. Let's play dead. Like, if you see the picture of this girl, you understand why she called her Woody. She has on like this striped or plaid rather shirt. It's multicolored. I think it was some jean shorts she had on. I I can't recall if she had on cowboy boots or not. I feel like I might be <laughs> I might be adding that in there because JT called her Woody. But either way, this girl is wearing a multicolored plaid shirt, so of course Woody has the same type of plaid shirt. So she called this girl Woody, and she set the record straight basically for anybody that tries to come at her. She said, "Calling me ugly in 2022 because you don't like me is insane. Hoes be lying through their missing side tooth." Mm. so again I feel like the drags just so come so natural like I feel like that's a Miami thing like Miami people mouth is real real slick like that so I mm. see where where JT gets this from but even in that part lying through your missing side tooth like another drag on anybody that's hating on JT or calling it calling her any type of ugly or getting on her looks at all uh, she also responded to people that were saying she's miserable by responding to all of these trolls and she's pressed. She said, I love to rank. Rank meaning make fun of people, roast people, jones on people, whatever you call it in your region. She said, I swear, IDK white girls get roasting confused as miserable. I be cracking the F up because leave me the F alone. Let me do me or I'm going to fry you. Simple. I like this. I like this type of response because leave people alone if you're not prepared for people to come at you and your looks and your style of dress and your kid and your mama and the person you got saying RIP in your bio. If you don't want nobody talking about that, don't be coming at people's appearance. Don't be coming at uh, people's children, whatever. Whatever it is that you're saying to people online, if you would not say it to that person in their face in public, if you're not being respectful, if you're coming at them sideways, be prepared for the consequences. So I am here for all of this. I'm here for the smoke. And I'm here for her roasting people when it's deserved and when they're actually coming at you. Not when they're making a constructive critique about your music. Not when they're stating a respectful opinion. But when they're actually coming at you, calling you ugly or calling you broke, whatever. I think it's okay to come at them like how JT came at this girl. Yeah, I agree. We've seen some people like where celebrities get talked about on Twitter and they go into more a depressing side of it side of things but with JT Young Miami and all them I love that they can take a joke they can roast back they don't take it so seriously 
um if you ever catch like their lives and stuff with saucy santana and all them like it's jokes all around so they're definitely like people i would not want to get in a roast battle with because mm-hmm. i already know i'm going down but <laughs> i like that uh they do keep it keep, keep it cute and keep it lighthearted on twitter with things like that with trolls exactly yeah so that was a good one now let's talk about asap rocky because you know him and rihanna just had their baby boy and rocky has done his first ever post baby interview now i thought this was interesting because it's usually the mom that comes and speaks out first but this time around it was rocky he sat down with dazed on monday may 30th and he basically laid out some of the things that he's hoping for for his new baby and what he wants to see in the future for his son Right. So in the interview, uh, ASAP kind of basically talks about how he hopes that his son never loses his imagination. And then he goes on from saying that uh, some of his favorite cartoons were like the Teletubbies and Blue's Clues. And he says, quote, I will always remind my children to never lose their imagination, even as adults, no matter what. I actually love to watch cartoons. I've watched Teletubbies, Blue's Clues, Yo Gabba Gabba, Peppa Pig and Baby Shark. And he says, I hope to raise open-minded children and not people who discriminate. And I'm not trying to describe a saint, but realistically, I just want a cool child with cool parents. And I think he's definitely going to be that. I think so, too. Like having Rihanna as a mom and ASAP as a dad, you have no choice to be a cool but to be a cool kid. Like, I feel like this this kid is going to be have the demeanor of like ASAP Rocky with the fashion sense of Rihanna like at all times like I feel like this is going to be the coolest baby we've ever seen I feel like the baby's going to have like a Gucci beanie you know Ferragamo shoes mixed with a supreme top like I feel like this baby is just going to be super super fresh at all times I feel like the baby's like not going to throw up on himself or spit up after he burps because like ugh, like why would why would he get throw up on his raft Or, like, his Virgil Abloh, his off-white. Like, why would that baby do that? Like, (laughs) I feel like this is just going to be a very, very, very cool baby. (laughs) And I think the best for out of Rihanna and ASAP's baby. Like, I think this baby is going to have nothing but the best care, extra parental care. Like, I I just think, what could go wrong? Your mom's a billionaire. Your dad's ASAP Rocky. Like, what's going to go wrong for this baby? Right. Like, that baby is set for life. Like, I'm so jealous of this baby. Like, <laughs> Rihanna and ASAP are my parents at this point. Not the baby is richer than everybody I know. <laughs> the baby. I heard that uh, this is the richest baby since Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner's baby since Stormy. Oh. I, I think that, yeah, some reports said that that's the most rich baby since then. So, yeah, clearly uh, they're worth more than our entire existence. But <laughs> best of luck to them. Not that they need it at all. I think that's a great note to end on today, though. Rich, wealthy babies. We love to see it. That is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all platforms, all streaming platforms, wherever you're listening to us at right now. And subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our socials, like our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok, which is all Hip Hop DX. Yep, you can follow us as well. I am at Asia Sky on all platforms. A-S-H-I-A is Asia and S-K-Y-E is Sky. And I'm at A-Dub on everything. That's A-Y-E-E-E-D-U-B-B. All right, we will be back at you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya. Thank you.